Well, well, well. Sorry, did I scare you? You did. You that was like Joker S. Hello, hello. Hello. I'm British Joker. That's uh that's that's a British new movie. British Joker? British Joker. I'd be scared by like I'm scared by regular Joker. But yeah, imagine wow. British Joker. And he looks just <laughs> like Austin Powers. Oh behave. Oh, why behave? Why, why? so <laughs> why so horny, baby? Why so <laughs> <laughs> There we go. Start start off with a bang. Start this pod off. With we should this. just end now. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. Nothing's gonna be funnier. Why so horny, baby? <laughs> Joker powers. Ooh, that got me. That got me good. It's like a perfect, a perfect, just intersection of all my all the things I love. Nailed it. Uh, uh, Nailed that. Hello, everyone. Thanks for tuning in today to another Classic Albums. Here we are. Another Classic Albums. Yes. It's a, it's a, it's a, a balmy minus one degree day here in Halifax. What's it like in uh, Toronto? We're about two above. Uh, yeah, it's balmy. Bal- balmy. Balmy, balmy, balmy. A lot of balms out there. Yeah, it's uh, just kind of a depressing day outside, to be honest. Wet. Everything's wet and a little mm. warm. Uh, on the bright side, I got a new credit card. Duda, duda. Yep, new credit card. I'm that guy. Killing it now. I also got a new credit card recently. Did you? It's like, it, yeah, just, but it's, I got it. Oh, I sound like such a boring adult. I got it just so I can have it and not use it. Oh, and why would you do that? To build I'm, your credit. Oh, see, I'm new to all this. <laughs> new yeah yeah i am i should be new shit. to all this i am new to all this but i've had credit cards for too long and uh been dealing with those but now i look at it like you know you, you, it's good to have a little debt they want you to have a little debt yeah that's what i tell myself <laughs> i guess i don't know i don't know how the fuck it works i don't know it how it works it easier to buy tickets that's all i know oh i know yeah it's easy to just do shit online but, uh, you know, I, I've been a debit kid my whole life, but. <laughs> you love Canada a lot, and that's debit is sort of like a, the king around here. Or interact, you know. Interact. Yeah. Yeah, that's big around these parts. Um, yeah, I've been doing all right. I'm going through, like, I'm trying to get healthier. That's yes. really what I've been doing at yet. And, and I hate it because, like. It is a serious topic. It's a serious subject. And I've come to realize things like I have an addiction to sugar. Yes. But, like, like talking many of about us, it. Yeah. Right? Talking about it is, is, doesn't have any of the seriousness of any of the other addictions. Because it just sounds like I'm pitching, like, T-shirts that your aunt would wear. <laughs> what do you mean? I well, like, up even just, a, a, uh, like, addicted to sugar. Like, I can see an aunt wearing that shirt. Or yeah. I'm going through soda withdrawals. Seems yeah. like something like even like a six year old will wear that shirt. But those are the things I'm dealing with. But I can't go to anyone. It's like that's funny. Yeah, you can't go to like an AA meeting where everyone's telling these horrible, heartbreaking stories. And then you're I'm like, stand up and be like, <laughs> you're like, yeah, Mountain Dew Code Red. I mean, that's where shit went off the rails. <laughs> I woke up in a pool of Baja Blast, and I didn't know where it came from or how I got there. You know, thinking of, I'm I'm trying to make Fatso more of like a, a hilarious kind of like ironic nickname. <laughs> That's the plan. Yeah. 
You'll always be stinky, though. You, there's no oh, diet baby. that makes you less stinky. No, there isn't. And I wish there was. Actually, I think there is a lot to do with diet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You you are eating an onion like an apple right now. I am. So, like, that's... And that's I'm rubbing kinda... the onion on my pits. Yeah, I, I don't get it, but it's... That's... I don't want to yuck anyone's yum. I don't know. Saw the Grinch do it. Grinch did it. Grinch did it. Shrek did it. All my favorite green guys did it. Uh, weird green stereotype. That is that a all weird. Green guys like to eat onions like apples. But like an onion looks like you, and like when you cut it and stuff, it, it's like this man. That would be great to just chomp into? into. If it's not crispy, the, yeah, super crispy. It's got the layers too. That's got to be an interesting yeah. like vibe but just like obviously it would make you oh, probably ruin a good hour like of your life burn your mouth you probably taste onion for most of the oh, day it'll be on your most hands of the week too. probably yeah yeah oh man that reminds me of my old mcdonald's days the worst part was the rehydrated onions which were already weird enough because yeah we had this like you put it into it was like a two-part bucket where you put the dried onion bits in the top yeah and there'd be ice cold water in the bottom and you drop it and it would just like slowly sink in and they would suck up all the the water little by little okay um and just like my hands no matter like <laughs> i could wear two pairs of gloves it would i would go to bed at night and put my hand under my pillow and i would have to move uh, them because it would just be onion onion hands just onion onion hands that's how that's where you got the new i only thing. worked there for eight months but it was a big uh big, big part months. of my life it seems Sounds sick. Could you like mod your your meals? Like, could you make your own kind of special? It was dish? and when you worked there, you got fifty percent off everything, no matter what. So there was a portion of my life where I was eating like <laughs> quarter pounder meals. Like it would cost me two dollars. Like why would I not eat that? Like that's just oh like, shit. Yeah, I would roll into my residence with like forty chicken nuggets and just like oh. I, the, or a, bunch of, a bag of cheeseburgers. It was a good time. Oh, man. Doesn't food just taste better in bed? It's a problem, but it, it does. <laughs> it tastes so good in anything. I had to stop, though. I, I'd bring a I'd bring a bag of chips to bed, and then you just throw on <laughs> anything. Netflix, whatever the fuck. And then just, oh, it's the greatest thing. But you wake up <laughs> feeling so bad. Yeah, yeah. That's a big part of my uh, new routine. Like, you, you, I can't. I used to eat. In my last house, I used to eat basically all my meals in bed. Yeah. Can't happen anymore. Can't. No. As an adult, like... Yeah. And it feels kind of nice when you sit at a table after you're eating in bed for years. <laughs> like, you sit at the table. Retro. Yeah, you're like, whoa, what is this, like Sunday dinner? This is like... I'm at my grandma's house? This is... This Am I meeting the queen today? Yeah. Is that oh. what's happening? Is the queen coming around? Well, funny, actually, last night... Uh, I bought like the Cinnabon, uh, Cinnabon like cinnamon rolls. Dangerous, man. And Dangerous. Yeah, I, I I polished one off at 9 p.m. and I, Bad. dude, I'm not even kidding. It felt like I was on coke. Like I I <laughs> I ate it and then at cut to 9:25, I'm rearranging my living room. I just started. <laughs> rearranging shit and i'm just like emma emma come down here i'm like more space right is more space in? she's like yeah are you all right i was like i don't know i just feel like i gotta do something right now like it's like there's cocaine like things in cinnabon it said it's the other uh white 
powder that comes from South America, baby. Yeah, baby. <laughs> and sweet lady sucrose. It'll get you. And let's just say I crashed after too. I like <laughs> 10 o'clock crash, worst mood, just super yeah. agitated. <laughs> and then I woke up today just feeling like shit. Just feeling like <laughs> cloudy and just like dry. <laughs> like, I didn't even drink anything last night. Like no booze, but I just feel hungover. And it, like it yeah, took me till about like 1130 today to just like get get the wheels rolling uh, i can't do it anymore i can't i'm almost I used 30 to be able i can't to eat anything and this is probably where i've gotten to the position i am now but you would just be able to eat whatever you want yep. at any hour of the day and you'd be like yeah i'm good and let's yeah, do it again do any activity after that meal i have to actually like like oh if i'm gonna eat this i can't go to a movie because i will fall asleep or else <laughs> <laughs> That's all I can do is eat that thing. That's it. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, planes are off, and then I go home, and, and uh, yeah. But it's good. It's good that we're we're kind of f- figuring out what's good to eat, <laughs> what's not good to eat. You know, in our 30s, that seems like a smart thing to do. I know, I know. But it's just like, fuck, salads are so boring and terrible. I hate a yeah. salad. I hate broccoli. I fucking hate It's just disgusting. I power through it, though, because you got to. You have to just power through it. But, oh. Yeah, my doctor this week was like, uh, man, listen to me talk my doctor this week. I know. Just, like, laying it down on the line. And, like, it makes me sound like an idiot being like, but she's like, you got to just have way more of the greens and stuff on your plate and way less of everything else. (laughs) Like, I felt felt like I was doing a good thing when I ate, like, shepherd's pie, which is basically, (laughs) like, a thick layer of potato and, like, a thick layer of meat with a thin layer of vegetables in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. And then you're like, potato's a vegetable, though, right? Yeah, right. You get protein from the meat. (laughs) Yeah, potato's a vegetable. No. Yeah, no, it's good that we're learning at this age what's good to be putting into our bodies, uh, you know? Yeah, or at least just, like, you, like, putting the, putting it to work, I guess. And uh, what's interesting is that our our uh, focus today is also about someone trying to do, put some change into their life. Oh, great segue. I didn't know how oh, you were going to segue this. I didn't know how you were going to segue this, but, uh, yeah, not bad. That was good. We're getting there. Um, yeah, and today, like, this is actually, when we started this, I probably thought about this might have been the first thing this I thought about This was one of the first things, do. yeah. I remember you, this was right off the top of your head. You said, we got to do this. Because it's just, it's a, like, we, we, these days, you know, artists, not, like, the, the insane antics of the artists today are a little more scary and less fun when you think of guys like Kanye West and stuff like that. But... This is the kind of zany antic that I can get behind because it is just the biggest flex I think I've ever seen in the music industry. Right. And by today flex, we're talking about oh yeah go it, big flex sorry today <laughs> we're talking about Garth Brooks, Chris Gaines. Dun this, dun dun. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of, yeah. You know what's that say? The thing everyone's saying. Uh, there's two wolves live inside. Yes, there are two wolves that live inside you. Um, it depends which one you feed. Typically, our boy Garth Brooks feeds the country wolf. But for a brief period in the late 90s, he decided to uh, feed his, I guess, adult pop contemporary wolf. <laughs> With a sick shag? 
with a sick shag looking like batman um yeah so just a little backup knowledge on our man garth because he's sort of he's he's been out of the limelight for a while um he at a certain point in his career he kind of saw he wanted to be a family man he didn't really see the point of uh he was away from his family all the time touring and doing stuff so he kind of like settled retired semi-retired very famously had a deal with walmart for the longest time and i can remember rolling in and seeing the like five cd set tin disc boxes of garth brooks stuff at walmart in their like Jeez. music section and that was like maybe one of the few places you could actually buy garth brooks like he had an exclusive deal with them cha-ching yeah just and like lived off that for a while in the last couple of years like in, in um has has he had a a vegas uh, residency for a while and even started to release some more recent music in the last like five or six years but uh probably the funniest thing i learned right off the bat is that his real name is troyal ew <laughs> troyal <laughs> troyal like royal with a t in front of it troyal What's his last Brooks? Troyal Brooks? Brooks. Troyal Garth Brooks. Garth oh is his God. middle name. Like, imagine when you're like, oh, I gotta, like, Garth is your, is the better choice. <laughs> like, that's bad. That's if you, like, you went by, like, butt man only because your real name was, like, penis breath. Like, there's no, I, like, trust me, butt man is better. Butt trust me. Actually, yeah. I'm actually looking at Garth Brooks's uh, siblings right now, and uh, Betsy, Kelly, okay. Jerry, Mike. How uh, did he get Troyal? How do you get Troyal out of that, bro? <laughs> like, <laughs> is he the oldest? Did they start with Troyal, and we're like, damn, let's dial it back a bit for the next crew. Yeah, was it like a bet? Like his dad made a bet with a dude at a bar. <laughs> He's like, all right, if you lose this, you gotta name your next kid Troyal. <laughs> He's like, uh, <laughs> fuck. Uh, some of his, uh, but like his accolades are undeniable. He's the only artist in music history to have released nine albums that achieved diamond status, which Ooh. I think is, I think diamond status is like 10 million Holy because platinum shit. is 1 million. Uh, so diamond is, I think 10 million. Holy. Uh, and He's done it nine times. The Beatles who owned the record before him have only done it six times. That's actually incredible. And of those records, uh, or maybe it's like 20, it's the, the, the RIAA is very confusing, but um, those six albums, Garth Brooks, the self-titled went diamond. No fences was 17 times platinum. Rope in the wind was 14 times platinum. Oh boy. Uh, the chase was diamond in pieces was diamond. The hits diamond sevens diamond. His double live went 21 times platinum. Oh my Lord. Well, it's just doing those numbers. Like, those are Drake numbers. Like, Drake, we, we use him as a meter for a lot of this stuff. Yeah. Um, but, like, Garth Brooks was Drake before Drake rolled in. In a, in a oh. pre-streaming world. Like, pre-streaming, It's kind yeah. of interesting. I went to try and, like, find some Garth on the streaming services, and it's not easy. He, he doesn't... It's not as that easy to access. And, in fact, I couldn't... I couldn't even find this album on a streaming service. Really? So like had to had to dig deep for this one. So it it it's weird that at one point in his life he was literally the biggest artist, arguably probably the most successful artist of the 1990s. And now he's just sort of like 
I don't know. Like, no one really talks about Garth Brooks. <laughs> He's just, yeah. But everyone knows the name. But yeah. It's, uh, so let's just, you know, he's he's the biggest artist in the world, and he just thinks to himself, "I gotta, I, I gotta switch it up. I gotta." Yeah, like, I think it's important that we listen to a little bit of his yeah. uh, his country just to just to grasp, you know. Yeah. Um, and once again, like, hard to find online. But this is this is a song I I, I picked this one because I think there's two songs I think of and the thunder rolled is one which is about like domestic dispute the abuse it's not as fun Jeez. but this song was voted my graduation song uh, from my high school <laughs> this is uh, a <laughs> I got friends in low places <laughs> His voice is insane. Right? So oh, yeah. country. You really gotta wait till this song kicks in. It just it hits. Blame it all on my roots I showed up in boots And ruined your blind tie affair The last one to know The last one to show I was the last one Lies. I you'd see there <laughs> And I saw the surprise Yeah, just yeah, that's, that's, that's country that's, I feel like That's country And, well, because I'm not too familiar with country uh, And I've been taught that a lot of country is not like that what we were just listening to but, yeah he's but that's like mainstream country though right that's like for people like me you think like in my boots in the ding doo like that whatever the fuck that was yeah i mean i would say that it, he certainly like there is a in the in the late 80s uh going into the 90s there's this very uh specific kind of like not shift but like radio country, certainly pop country is a thing. Like up until the 1980s, there's country and there's sometimes, you know, you might add a little country flavor to a pop song. But this idea of pop country, which was actually kind of like uh, really started with uh, artists like uh, Shania Twain and like Mutt Lang is a big producer of Bloody. that time. Yeah. And he he put out a lot of a lot of pop country. And so Garth Brooks is like the Mozart of pop country. He doesn't write anything, so but he is the. <laughs> so I guess maybe not Mozart. I'm trying to think of a good good. He's Elvis, you know, like he's literally Elvis. Okay, that's a, that's a great parallel, just because he hasn't written anything, which is not. I don't want to say is unique in country music that you don't write your own stuff, but you know, certainly it it, it is a genre of music that your authenticity is an important aspect of it. There yeah. are some, some musics where that's less important. I think of like pop music. I think hip hop, certainly authenticity is important rock. There has always been kind of a line because, because it's one of the few uh, musics where it's, it's almost okay to lie a little more. Like we expect autobiographical from certain genres, whereas really you can make up whatever you want in any genre. It's okay. It's fine. Like you don't have to do anything as long as you can, if all you can do is perform and like, if you look at the track success, 
Garth Brooks can perform. Oh yeah, he he brings the heat. He he's just a good performer. So, I guess what happens is like if you're this successful in a style of music, mm-hmm. and you don't write it, um, the one thing that you have control over is how you look and how you sound. Like those are yeah. like the two things. That you do have control over. He doesn't pick his songs are probably like he has a writing team. I'm sure he he chooses the songs he wants to sing, but he certainly like he he admits like is not part of the writing process. So I can think maybe some of this insane experiment comes from his want to kind of express himself a little more and take some onus and some ownership into his own uh per, like uh, musical career. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, I get but that. But really, I think he just wanted to be like, I am like, it's just a flex. I think in the end, it's just a flex because he just gets so many like good musicians and, 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 and kind of like producers and people to go along with this when really no one should have gone along with this. No. It's silly. It's a reverse Bruno. If if anyone has seen one of our early episodes where we talk about the Bruce Willis album, The Return of Bruno, where he created a character named Bruno who had a history, like a long performance history, and yeah. the album was sort of made up of all the hits that he made in that time. But it was just kind of like for a laugh. Like it, it wasn't. It, it it was it, it never took itself seriously. The, if you look at the amount of wigs that Bruce Willis wore for the like the fake <laughs> kind of documentary that goes with Return of Bruno, you would know that he is not taking himself seriously. Well, yeah, Chris Gaines, on the serious. other hand, Chris Gaines is deadly serious. Yeah. Like, so it all stems. I guess we'll, we'll rewind it back. It all kind of stems out of this idea. That, like Brooks kind of came up with this idea with his production company for the most part uh, and, uh, of creating this character um, that would then have a movie based off of that character that would come out later afterwards. And that basically this album and all the music associated with it, the music videos, he also did a really ridiculous VH1 behind the music. It was all in service of creating this character that he would then play in the movie, this movie called the lamb, which Great After name. this album comes out, yeah, right. <laughs> After this album comes out uh, and is not as successful as some of his other uh, uh, things, but ironically is more successful in different ways. Um, everything gets scrapped, and it's just sort of like we're not making this movie. We're we're moving on. Yeah, <laughs> he doesn't really spend too much time with it. Didn't like, land the plane. Get... He didn't land the plane. I think that's a great way to describe it, and it's just like. Everything about it is weird. Like, yeah, well, like so Chri- go on. It's all right. Chris Gaines, first and foremost, Chris Gaines is an Australian. <laughs> I didn't know that. I like that. Right. So, like, right off the top, you're like, what? Why? Why does why? Some some say that it was sort of like he was taking shots at up and coming uh, country music artist Keith Urban, who if you look at pictures of Chris oh. Gaines and Keith Urban, like it is certainly they, they don't look exactly the same, but like Keith Urban famous for his his kind of like <laughs> middle aged mother like hair. Yes, um, 
And his middle-aged like, mother-like soul patch. Yeah, sim- and like Chris Gaines is, has a soul patch and a shag hair as well. Um, he's his story. I guess I I could tell his story because that's probably the most interesting thing. And what's crazy about Garth Brooks, I find, is that he doesn't write any of his music yet. He writes one of the most in-depth like character backstories and liner notes I've ever seen for this project. So he like basically cosplay. He's he didn't write any of these songs. He cosplays, but he he writes. The stories, he'd be like, well, if I was Chris Gaines, this is how I would have written this song. Like, that's, <laughs> that's like, just so weird. And it starts weird. He's Australian. His parents are famous Australian Olympic swimmers. <laughs> that is just... He just, like, shot in the dark like, there. That's, that's just a random thing. <laughs> right? And so, like, that's part of kind of his story is that his father and him have a bad relationship or had a bad relationship because his father wanted him to become a swimmer and he just wanted to rock and roll. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you yeah. know, he has the hair of a guy who's not close with his dad. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and like what he, it just baffles me. Part of the VH one, we learn in the story that he has like this bad relationship with his father and his father gets cancer. Like the character's father gets cancer. Like this is right. a thing that people had to like straight faced, like in this VH one doc straight face, say to a, a, a camera be like, yeah, I think, think a real rough time in Chris's life is when his father was diagnosed with cancer. <laughs> like there's no joke. It's just that they're playing like it's real. I love it. <laughs> and, and it's, it, it's insane. It yeah, I love it. This, this is when, like, 1999, so MTV is taking chances here. They're just swinging and being like, yeah, let's try this out. <laughs> right? There's no, if you just watched it, not knowing anything about it, not knowing that Garth Brooks had created this character, like, you would just think it was a real artist that was having a re- had a real history. And to, like, uh, lead in, like, I I talked about how I saw this as maybe an attempt to have some ownership in his music. But what I really think it is, is just like he is, I think he thinks he's just hot shit. I think he thinks that he's the coolest dude. The one through line in Chris Gaines is that everything he does is incredibly successful and everybody loves him. (laughs) And, like... He casts so for the younger Chris Gaines for in the they need to have like vintage footage and like he has a band like there's a whole story with his best friend who dies in a plane accident who he started his like high school band out of uh, and like the guy that he gets to play young Chris Gaines was the guy who played like a young Brad Pitt a few years earlier. <laughs> so Garth Brooks is like <laughs> like. He's like, yeah, Brad Pitt. Yeah, I've been told I look like Pitt, so well, let's get this kid. Because he, he steals from a lot of different stories to add to his story. And one of the things that is like important to the Chris Gaines uh, mythos is that um, at kind of like the height of his solo success, um, his, his, his uh, debut album on his own titled Straight Jacket apparently took, spent 224 weeks on the Billboard Top 200, which is just a little shy of four years, a little over four years <laughs> yeah. on the Billboard Top 200, apparently. Um, Love that. 
he gets in a fatal car accident after a night of uh, studio recording, which is like for the character is fine, but that's actually something that happened very famously to a lot of people, some of which did not survive. I think of, do you know the band uh, Big Star? Have you ever heard of the band Big Star? Yeah. I think I've told you about they Big Star. They do the uh, theme song for that 70s show, right? Yeah, yeah. That That's a cover that... Uh, who does the cover it's uh cheap trick does the act the theme song but it is based off of a yes. big star song uh their original uh lead songwriter is a guy named chris bell literally died in a car accident after a marathon recording se- session famously bob dylan got into a motorcycle accident that changed him and that's why he he is different looking than young chris Gaines. that's how he he <laughs> because he's just regular old chris Gaines is just garth brooks in a wig who looks nothing like this young, hot Australian guy who's playing him, and he has to make a reason for it. So he's like, yeah, I got reconstructive surgery. <laughs> to look like a, basically a normal guy. Look like a chubby American <laughs> country singer. Like, Garth Brooks is not hot in any stretch of the terms. Like, he's nah. he's plump. He's like, he's like uh, yeah. a cherubesque. Probably why he's also very uh, successful, because he's a blue-collar, regular-looking guy. He's no, I mean, like in America's some, like that's me. That's me. I can there. I feel like a lot of stars, obviously, like they go the hot route. You think of guys like Alan Jackson, like just smoking hot country guy. But uh, I like Garth Brooks's everyman approach. It clearly worked. Once again, 170 million records sold is not something to sneeze at. <laughs> Hachoo. And and another big part of Chris Gaines, I feel like I, I need to give this all to sort of like we can see where the music comes from, is that he's battled with sex addiction his entire life. Oh my god. And that's a big part that's a big part of the <laughs> the, the VH1 special. It's all the women in his life and oh his just god. like it was and, and how all the women in his life are okay with the fact that he has a lot of women in his life. <laughs> He talks about how, like, after the accident, like, a very funny point is after the accident, he's worried that, um, he's more worried that he won't ever be able to have sex again, let alone play music. Like, he's less concerned with the ability to play music. The character. He was more concerned that he wouldn't be able to have sex again. It's just, like, <laughs> so silly. And, and that brings us to this album, which is a greatest hits of Chris Gaines. Yes. Really. It's a great way. A great way to, to, to hit things off. And, and and once again, like, not as successful as other uh, albums he would put out. It did debut number two behind Creed's Human Clay, which really shows you the music. What a time. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> but the the single Lost in You uh, peaked at number five is his only uh, and first top 40 hit ever. Because all of his songs would track on the country chart as opposed to the like the Hot 100, which is which is more pop music oriented or just every music oriented. Um, Don Henley and Stevie Nicks have covered a Chris Gaines song on one of her uh, on his album (laughs) Cass County. Um, Alison Krauss has covered a version of one of these songs at the time. He went on Saturday Night Live to promote this album as Garth Brooks and Chris Gaines. So Garth Brooks hosted the show and Chris Gaines was the uh, musical oh, guest. Yes, I think I kind of remember that. 
there's some great actually a good episode of SNL. There's a very funny uh one where he's it's a young Garth Brooks and he's trying to write songs and Will Ferrell's the devil tries to make a deal with him, but all the songs that the devil come up with are very bad. <laughs> right. It's a good time. So that's where he's at like it was successful and, and and certainly successful in different ways than his other stuff, but not nearly anywhere near like 21 times platinum diamond. Like no. it was 5 million. Like it was, it was a perfectly or reasonable amount. Yeah. Yeah. This was a little went off track here. He, so the lost weekend, we'll call it. We'll call it the lost weekend and of his career <laughs> to, to, to just one last thing to hammer home. It seems weird that he would, like, create this character to plan to make this movie because you're like, you're Garth Brooks. But what I didn't realize was before this happened, he was offered the lead role in Twister. Whoa. And he turned it down. Damn. And Spielberg wanted him as the sniper in Saving Private Ryan, but he turned that down because he wanted a bigger part in the movie. Man, this guy's nuts. <laughs> right? Well, also Spielberg's nuts. Why would you? Why would Garth Brooks be your go-to? I mean, Vin Diesel's in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you know, um, maybe maybe Spielberg doesn't hit him all every time, but like, that's how big Garth was at the time. I think. I think it was just like this thing where they're like, we could put him in a movie. That's like what. We'll sell. That's what what musicians do. I just saw a trailer for a new movie with Brad Pitt that's got Bad Bunny in it. You know. <laughs> Zendaya used to be a kid's bop star. Now she's on Euphoria. Like, it's it's not the craziest, like, musician to actor. It makes a lot of sense. You're already yeah. a performer. Especially a guy like Garth Brooks, who doesn't, like, write any of his own music. Like, he is a performer. That's all he is. So we're going to go with... We'll hop in. You want to hop in? You ready to rock? Let's hop in, buddy. Let's do this. So I don't is, know a uh, lick. I just know what he looks like. I don't know what he sounds like or anything. It's, uh, we just heard his country voice yes. earlier on. So this is, he doesn't sound anything like that, which is surprising. The best way to describe a lot of these songs is meh, I would say. <laughs> we'll, Great. We'll get through it. We'll get through <laughs> it. So track number one, and this is a song I actually remember hearing on the radio. This is track one. It's called... That's the way I remember it. It's so natural with time. Details Good old vibes. Something so sweet. Though incomplete, you fill the spaces in between. Never. for like a boy band kind of pop star i guess i think it's more uh, like as i was saying like goo goo dolls like uh matchbox 20 
Zabapal. <laughs> That's uh, uh, I like. I can see why people would like that. Uh, I don't know. It's very passable. Like that was. I I could picture that being on in like a grocery store. Yeah. Yeah. It, once again, very, like, right down the middle of the line. <laughs> yeah. Not trying stuff. Like, he, you can hear, like, as the song goes on, he certainly gets a little more, like, uh, expressive with kind of, like, the oohs and ahs and stuff like that. But it is yeah. very much, like, that's, like, Starbucks yeah. compilation music, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Very just blah, white bread. Yeah. I, like, I... I remember hearing that song, but very, that's the way I remember it, is apropos. <laughs> but I, I couldn't sing, like, I couldn't tell you anything about that song besides that it's boring. No. Yeah. Man, he put all of his creativity into this character, and then the music is so fucking bland. Right? <laughs> that's another weird part of it, is, like, if you're going to spend all this time creating this, like, world... This is all you come up with? This like, is the and it's music? Not even funny? Like, and it's... this, yeah, and the character, like, this is, uh, like, this giant star, and he's got all these hits, and these are his hits? <laughs> these are the hits. This is, the next track we're going to go on to is actually yeah. the only hit that has come out of Chris Gaines' world, mm-hmm. and that is Lost in You. Lost in You, yeah. Okay. Lost in You. So this was, this was the hit. Jack Johnson who? <laughs> Just like I gotta hand it to him. He really does like get all the stereotypes pretty well. Like all the tropes are there. Yeah. What word was that? I think it was My Angel, Angel from, from Above. Myov. But there's something about you when you're around, baby. I have found I get lost. This is baby making music. Right? What is this? Ugh, that is just like made for TV. I don't know. This just it's just so so lame. Yeah, that's a, that's that's a really lame. good way to describe it. Yeah, the definition of lame: Chris Gaines. Chris Gaines, just like cringe. Chris Lames. This cringe. This is whoa. <laughs> this is cringe before cringe was a thing. But yeah. uh, I have uh, I have actually a cover of this. Like we that surprised me when I heard it. Uh, can you? I don't think you could actually guess who covered this song. What? Um, <laughs> take a uh, guess. They're 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 a contemporary artist. They're a contemporary hip hop and R and B artist. Whoa! Oh, okay. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Eve. <laughs> Close. Childish Gambino. Whoa! So this is Childish Gambino's cover. It's from Triple J, which is an Australian radio program. This is his cover of Chris Gaines' "Lost in You." Holding out for love 
like way better first off. It is way better. <laughs> Throw an organ in there? So good. My angel from super stripped down. Yeah, much better. Much better. <laughs> like, a, like this is beautiful. Yeah. Kind of sounds like a Marvin Gaye song. Like, it'd be funny if this was at like a uh, Kennedy Honors, like uh, Chris Gaines. <laughs> And Charles be <laughs> Chris Gaines is in the balcony with the like sash on. Put the hair in the <laughs> yeah, soul patch yeah. still. The tear coming down, clapping at the end. Quietly singing along and like yeah. President Obama's there singing along too. Yeah. And I, <laughs> at the end he mouths the words like, Thank you, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful. And, and, and Gambino's like puts his hands on his heart and reaches yeah. up Chris Gaines. <laughs> <laughs> like just clearly Gambino gets the benefit of the doubt of the, you know, not having to create this music in 1999, arguably a very, like, there's a lot of great music that comes out in 1999, but like not the best time to be making pop music. I want to say it's like 50, like, 50, 99's 50, 50. There's it's a... true. It's true. You can either get some of the best music, like, cause I always say like that was a bad time. Cause you look at pop music and it's not great. Like the rise of rap rock and all that stuff. But you also have like, the hives you have like the garage explosion starting at that point uh hip-hop like gorillas gorillas uh, outcast is popping off it's the big outcast is popping off it's sort of like the beginning of like uh gangster rap like really like making it maybe not the beginning but like making it the number one thing like when you think Mainstream. of like 50 cent he's like 2002 i want to say yeah is like get rich or die trying like yeah we're right at that precipice, obviously, we just lost Biggie and Pac. But it's Eminem, like, too. Uh, Eminem's Daddy, 99. Yeah. Uh, arises as sort of... And, like, his... Like, there's an alternate universe where, like, Biggie being still around and Tupac being still around changes the entire sort of, like, trajectory of, of hip-hop. Mm -hmm. But because Puff is sort of, like, survives that, that ordeal and, and kind of is given this platform, arguably, like, does what garth brooks did for country music you know popified it like made yeah. it like we have a like the reason that rap is basically still the number one music in in the world is that at that juncture those people took uh, control as opposed to maybe a more artistic bent you know yeah yeah it's a good way to look at it <laughs> trying great. to fill trying to fill this uh episode in with as much musical real <laughs> stuff because the actual music is just very bad <laughs> yeah yeah, I feel like I'm just going to take a, a guess that uh, the first two songs we heard, it's going to be like that sound for the rest of the album. Well, it's interesting. It will and it won't because it is a it's a greatest hit. So like some of the his music that he did with his earlier bands. Oh, is, yeah. Is, it's more like an NXX kind of style <laughs> of music. Yeah, There's certainly that. His first band is a band called Crush. Chris Gaines has a band called Crush with his, nice. his longtime best friend. Uh, who died in a plane accident? He dies in a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a reminder: all that is fake. That never happened. Is there a did. name? Uh, Tommy something. <laughs> His name's Tommy, and it really affected Chris. People talk about that in the documentary a lot. I love that. 
So here we go. This next track is Snow in July. What? Ooh! See? Stevie Wonder Who? <laughs> it's still kind of country. Like, like, sometimes I'm like, you didn't really try that hard on this one. That's Why can't that be the thing you lead with? Why can't that be the single? Because it's not sad. It's a little too. It's too happy. It's it's pre car crash. It's got to be pre car crash, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that organ's real nice. A yeah. The production once again, like in a similar vein to sort of Eddie Murphy, like he he's Garth Brooks. So at the very least, like everyone on the he's gonna get or, the best of the best. Yeah, to, you're getting pros. Yeah. To produce, to perform, like uh, Don Was is the producer of a lot of this stuff, and he he has a pretty uh, pretty. He's got a nice resume. He's got a nice resume. Let me just bring it up real quick here. Um, he's worked uh, he's worked uh, as like a producer with um, Bob Dylan, The Rolling Stones, Bonnie Raitt, John Mayer, Bob Weir, The Wolf Brothers. So like. He's worked with a lot of the guys who were in The Grateful Dead, like, is a real artist. And they get him on the VH1 sound, like, oh, behind the music. They? He has to pretend like this is a real thing. Oh, my gosh. He would be the most impressive get, if not for the fact that the only other, like, artist. It seems weird that they don't have more artists in it. They have a lot of people playing fake people in his real life. But the only other real artist they get to talk about him is Billy Joel. Whoa! <laughs> they got BJ. They got BJ. That's yeah. a big get. And it's like hearing Billy Joel be like, you know, when his dad got cancer, it really, it really affected him. That is insane. Or talking about being inspired by his music, it's just like, how did they get him to do that? That's incredible. And I like, I can't like, maybe you know, I just don't have. I'm not aware of the power of VH1 and the budget that they had in the late '90s. Probably the last time that those things had any money yeah was then and yeah they probably got a nice little cut so snow in july is a is, is a banger i like snow in july terrible title i think that's the, the stupidest uh title ever but um it's funky though gets the it, gets the the toe tapping it, it does get the toe tapping i just wanted to check the the lyrics on that real quick because i liked the, uh it's so silly. Uh, 
Yeah, I thought this was. Now you're talking about your freedom. What is that you say? You suddenly declared to me your Independence Day. (laughs) (laughs) That is such a Gaines lyric. (laughs) So Gaines. So Gaines. Let's get some more gains. No pains, no gains. You know how this is. Oh, <laughs> love that shit. It took us almost an hour to get to that joke. That's impressive. <laughs> uh, now for some more gains. Uh, this is Drifting Away. And I don't think it is a cover of Drift Away, which is a bummer. But that might be coming up sometime in the future of uh, classic albums. Okay. With all of my heart. Back to the sad. Okay, we had fun for one track, and now it's time yeah. to get sad again. This is uh, post post crash. With all of my mind, I know you can save me from myself. Anything, yeah. Ooh, that just got sexy. All in the street, I wanna reach out for. This sounds like what Damn. I think. Uh, can I borrow a feeling by Kirk Van Ham from The Simpsons would sound like? With every step, I just wanna turn around and see. Maybe make it okay, but I'm so afraid. Clapping in the background. And I'm so afraid to give my heart again, just to have a change in mind. And I'm not quite sure that you can trust me. And I would hate to have you find me again. Mm, baby, like the wind drifting away. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Uh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> and I'm so afraid. Yeah. Oh, Christ. Yeah. They pick you up with uh, snow in July and drop you with that shit. What was that song called? <laughs> Drifting Away. Drifting Away. Drifting Away. Yeah, that's where... Uh, I was drifting away in, in thought because that was so boring. I was going to say I was drifting off to Slumberland with that one. Yes. Yeah, that's way better. Um, you know, it's so funny. He has these, like, kind of, I guess, heavy lyrics, quote-unquote heavy lyrics. Has, do you think there's anyone in the world who's like, man, Chris Gaines, that album, like, really helped me out? <laughs> I I want to know how many people think it's, like, a real thing. Like, yeah, or, they're, or if they're, like, if they're, like, man, Garth, like that was incredible when he did the Chris Gaines. Yeah, is anyone's favorite Garth Brooks album Chris yeah, Gaines? Chris, yeah, like fuck, I wish he did another Gaines album. <laughs> and it's just so weird, like once again to go back to that idea of like authenticity. This is so many layers removed. Like he's putting on a he's a character singing a song, but it almost sounds like he's putting on a like the voice is he he like listened to some adult contemporary radio music and just like turned off the country knob and turned up the like schmaltzy the, the suck yeah <laughs> turned up the suck knob he turned up the suck knob he really did well um, i'll have you know that i looked up 
uh, Chris Gaines tattoos. Ooh. Seeing if any fans have a tattoo of Chris Gaines and uh, nada. <laughs> Big goose egg. A lot That's of Garth so Brooks tattoos, but no gains. That doesn't surprise me. Maybe you and I are the first to get Chris Gaines tat matching. I mean, we got them, so clearly we are the first. Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> over my heart. Right over your heart. Let's move up to uh, the next track, which is, uh, like, this can't be good. It's called Way of the Girl. Okay. Like, this can't be good. Yep. Oh, but you're wrong. <laughs> you are a sucker for synth, that is true. Can't think straight since you found her. What's this creature Just shit. <laughs> Ugh. This was made in 20 minutes, I bet. Yeah, like, I was just going off about how good the production in this, like, the yeah, this take is. was. Not on this one. This is garbage. Whoa. Oh, bring the guitar in. Oh, it's getting mad. One step behind, cool. Here we go. Like, I'm gonna stop there because that's starting to scare me. It's just the way of the girl. What do they, what do they mean by that? No idea. But the uh, the second. Uh, verse of that is some made it for money some made it for love some made it for romance my babies all the above uh don't <laughs> don't understand that at all uh like she's she's made it all the above yeah she's, i guess she's, she's made, made it made for her... money but what is like I, she's made for like if it was some are made for money some made for love, some made for romance. My baby's all of the above. That makes sense because he's saying that his his baby. But like, she made it for. I don't, again, it was made in twenty minutes, so I, <laughs> I think there's no like proofreading or. Yeah. They just kind of they, they had a deadline. Really had to just burn through it. Unsurprisingly, a lot of these um, songs that were written by uh, I think it's two guys, uh, Gordon Kennedy and Wayne Kirkpatrick. Um, wrote most of the music together uh he really yeah did not really think about that one that well yeah, boys and yeah a lot of them were like un unreleased demos that they had so it's kind of you almost want to be like like how did like how did this part did did like did they swindle chris gaines like is he like <laughs> in the end did like garth brooks get end up holding the stick like did these guys convince him like no no this will be great <laughs> yeah clearly that was uh that was just shit. Yeah. That was a shit one. We're thankfully well like unfortunately this is a thirteen track album. Oh we're, we're just about halfway through. Holy uh, shit, son. This next okay. one is called Unsigned Letter, and from what I can tell from the VH1, this was written for like a woman that he loved. But the woman didn't exist and he doesn't exist and it's all made up. So let's go. This is unsigned letter. <laughs> 
little uh, red hot chili peppers uh, Californication. Picture him like rubbing the microphone. He's like, just like treating the microphone like it's the head of a baby or something. If, uh, if Prozac was like funny horny, this is like uncomfortable horny. Yeah. So I don't think it's horny enough. You don't think it's horny enough? It's crank just, it, gangs. Crank, crank the. What's the, the gain on nub. this? Where's the horny <laughs> nub? Uh, let me like this one really like the the lyrics got me because they're just so. It, it's like someone found a thesaurus and was trying to sound cool. So she yeah. got an unsigned letter from her secret someone, and she fell into the mystery. Words were few and specifically vague. That sucks. Intrinsic intrigue. Intrinsic intrigue doesn't mean anything, I don't think. <laughs> but it said everything words. when it just read, come to me. Like, so the idea is like, she she she's got magnitudes but all he read it as was you must be mine uh sure but it's just like the lines like specifically vague is just like something i would put in a poem that i was writing in junior high you know yeah Yeah. like adults shouldn't write songs like this It just feels rushed. I wonder if this is just a really rushed album. But I don't think it, like, it is, but it isn't because they were planning for so long. Like, this was a pre-soundtrack, right? Like, this was going to be the soundtrack for the movie. So, like, sure, like, it was probably, like, it seems like the songs weren't, a lot of time wasn't put into that. But I think everything else, like, was treated seriously. Like, they they did, like, put work into this save for those horrible lyrics awful so this, awful this next one is apparently like the first the first single that the his first band put out the okay crush crush yeah oh no okay. this is, yeah crush i think so this is called it don't matter to the sun oh i love that i love that it don't matter no grammar there like that's a country song i'm sorry if you go or if you stay Like if he sang that with a twang you know It would sound like a country song It's a Brooks song Shine down on another day There'll still be a tomorrow Even if you choose to leave it don't Okay the sun anyway. Huh? But it huh? matters huh? to me. Knew he was gonna say that. He really 
this that yeah they really thought that was going to be like a big hit like this is if we get anything out of chris Gaines, at least we got this song i just it so dramatic just so he's he's making pop so music, serious but he yeah. he takes forever to get anything done like <laughs> when we were listening to i got friends in low places even the intro like kind of hooks you the way he sings it. And then when the whole music starts, you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. This never gets, this never gets to a place. Like it, it No, this ain't cooking, baby. This it, is this is just sitting on sitting on a room temperature. It's sometimes like a minute, a minute and a half into a song before we hear any hook of any type. You know, don't bore us. Get to the chorus. Like that's Oh, that rhymed. It's it's a classic saying amongst oh. musicians, you know? Oh, I like that. Uh, man that just uh this guy just sucks that's <laughs> yeah it's just yeah it's just like i think yeah you, you can really hear how serious he takes himself it's not fun it's like i don't enjoy it's not fun. myself i think At he's least... like expecting people to be just sitting there like oh anything he does is gonna it's, it's just phenomenal like what if this does take off like what is the end goal save for a film like obviously the point is like this is supposed to get you excited for the movie um, yeah this is probably the scene in the movie where he uh i don't know loses his dog <laughs> like exact but it's like if if this had become successful like garth brooks successful would he have just completely like stopped being garth brooks well, i would have would have hoped so like, is this the plan? Was this his, like, exit strategy? I re- <laughs> That'd be great. He just goes on his gains. I would love that. And you, it's it's funny, too. Like, other artists have done this after him, I feel like, have done this a little more successfully. Like, I can remember Shania Twain, who's still very much kind of like a country artist, but she put out an album called Up that was a double album of oh, all yeah. the same music, except one side was country and one side was pop. Oh, yeah, she did do that. I forgot. And then you think of, like, the one that it really comes to mind is Taylor Swift, who has done a Chris Gaines without having to, like, she, I don't, I think she saw, like, well, you don't have to just create a new character. You can just you do can it. Do it. You can just stop making country music and start making pop music. Would you? Let's just, yeah. Would you take let's this? Just say Chris, let's just say Chris Gaines opened the door for, uh, for. A lot of artists. Like, we don't have... I'm, I'm going to say this right now. I'll put my mind... We don't have Taylor Swift's pop music without Chris Gaines, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's what I'm learning here. <laughs> and, like, would would this have been more successful if he had just put it under his own name and hadn't had all that weirdness? Like, how many people were turned off by the, the fact that it's just, like, weird? Yeah. I think a lot. I think that his image, like, that picture of him is, like, haunting. Yeah. <laughs> The Batman. <laughs> but also, yeah. But also, like, back then, people were really, like, annoying. Like, remember when, like, uh, Neil Young, like, did, like, doo-wop or, like... Well... Like, if, if an artist did anything oh, yeah. very different, people, people were like, mad. what the fuck? Even, like, recently, like, the Snoop Lion thing, people got very, uh, like, were like, that's lame. It's like, it's... Like, you don't do that. You're allowed to do it as a musician. And I think it's a tough thing that a lot of musicians have trouble dealing with is like, maybe I don't want to like do that all the time. I want to try these as a, as a musician myself, 
we were constantly like it's that's and maybe it's just the people i make music with but we were constantly almost like running from the things that we that were successful you know like yeah the thing that got successful you'd be like uh like i kind of knew that was going to happen but l- let me try and make something exactly different than that because that's what i want to be successful <laughs> and then right so like it's it's i understand on that side but it's just the product isn't good no no it's not good at all it's not good at all garth if uh you just how okay let's do the next song let's just move along <laughs> we're getting here. there we're getting there we're now past the halfway point two songs oh! ago we were barely halfway done now we're over halfway done let's go this next track is called right now right now Oh, hey, that kind of sounds like uh, Pinch Me by by Bare Naked Ladies. <laughs> I heard it. I hear it. It's also, again, kind of country. Oh, oh he's rapping. love the voice. He's rapping. Yeah. yeah the, like he's on the phone or something. It's a cover. This is. <laughs> this sounds like a yeah, like a song a guy would come to your school to sing. That was, I was not expecting that to be that song. That really. Uh, that maybe it's the bomb. Yeah, I was actually was kind of into that because it was uh, it was a little different. What's he talking about? Everyone just getting along? That's what it's all about? Peace? Peace and love, man? I get it. He's a peace and love kind of guy. But, like, that... (laughs) I just want to (laughs) read... Maybe it's the movies. Maybe it's the books. Maybe it's the government and all the other crooks. Maybe it's the drugs. Maybe it's the parents. Maybe it's the gangs or the colors that we're wearing. We're wearing, which means he's part of a gang. Uh, Maybe it's the high (laughs) schools. Maybe it's the teachers. Tattoos, pipe bombs underneath the bleachers. What? Oh, Al Columbine reference. That Maybe he's doing there. I guess pre Columbine. Columbine. Columbine was ninety eight, ninety nine. I yeah. guess so. Yeah. Maybe it's the music. Maybe it's the crack. Maybe it's the Bible. Or could it be the lack? Which is oh, like oh, ties it into God right at the end there. Right. Because you're like, what's he talking about? You're like, oh, this is a God song. Here we go. <laughs> I found that so funny. It's like it's 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 youth pastor vibes. You know, I knew about a pretty radical dude who was preaching it's about just... peace and love. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then what's the chorus? Can you read off the chorus? I mean, the, the, the chorus, very timeless. You know, come on, people now smile on your brother. <laughs> Everybody get together. Try to love one another right now. Yeah. 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 There you go. Smile on your brother. Just smile on your brother. And, like, that song is too long. He's going to do that, like, three or four more times. That <laughs> Maybe it's the cars. Maybe it's the women. Maybe it's the man who looks at the sitting. <laughs> Maybe it's the uh, blame it on the boogie. <laughs> that sucked. <laughs> yeah, that was, but that was a good suck. 
That was a fun that was a suck. good suck. That was a fun suck. I would I like that's like I I I would probably listen to that again and that, be like yeah you guys got to hear this. That's the kind of suck I want to get behind. <laughs> yeah. All yeah. right. Uh, on to the next one. We've got mainstream. Oh. Real early 90s vibes. Just painting a picture. <laughs> Once again, like really fine line between this being just a country song. Okay, I, I immediately like this. Oh. very country it like that's that could have been a garth brooks song i mean it technically was but well it is it is a garth brooks <laughs> uh it's it, like over the top over that like the the first verse there it's just i'm pretty sure it's just knocking on heaven's door like in my head I was yeah like, yeah you know it's, i also just love the uh the organ starting up like an engine at the beginning it's like oh <laughs> Nice little taste. Uh, yeah. That's a good way to describe it. Revving up. Revving up. You got to warm up the yeah. organ before things start going. <laughs> yeah. That was very similar to, I find, like the first two tracks. Like real Goo Goo Dolls, Matchbox 20. Oh, the Goo Goo Gaga Dolls. Yeah. Yeah. You know, adult contemporary rock. Like, it's just like some, yeah. ca- some Counting Crows. Yeah. Of the time. All right, coming into the final four songs on this Holy album. shit. All right. This one's called White Flag. We're going to just barrel through the next couple. Yeah, let's just plow through these here. Here's White, White Flag. White Flag. Ooh, gritty. Nope, never mind. <laughs> it's a country guitar. And here we go. You say woo. I said day, you call it night. What's wrong with this thing? What the Love Guys with Soul Patches saying the word scene. Not at the chorus. It's a minute in. <laughs> there we go. 
Wow. Please take it back. I you love, know what I noticed? I love a also, song. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> I just think Chris Gaines is just, he's Garth Brooks with bongos. <laughs> Almost every song's got bongos in it. And that's probably him being like, this is, this is different. Yeah. Wow. This is, we're doing some real music here. Gaines does bongo. Really does. It reminds me. I almost want to say like he's trying to do some like Chris Isaac stuff. That's also comes to mind. Way less sexy. Like Chris Isaac's nerdy cousin. <laughs> And I, big, that was just that was just terrible. I, I love a song that starts with a guy yelling, "I say black," you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. No context. And then all, and then all the music stops right when he says the title of the song. Yeah. White flag. No. Raising up. No. Raising up. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. You missed that. You missed that one, buddy. Um. Next track. Let's I, just I go. Really What's this one? It. Digging for gold. This is about all Digging the women who tried to like. Uh, his there's a story in it that his former manager which whom he becomes romantically involved with steals all his money basically like like a very classic thing that happened to unfortunately happened to a lot of musicians where they, their manager takes advantage of them right this is his response track to that oh okay it's about to suck in three two one go <laughs> like <laughs> He's not even oh. hiding it by the end of the song, though. By yeah. the album. It's about to suck even more. In three, two, one, go. <laughs> Fancy yacht. <laughs> Whoa. All right. Oh. <laughs> hey! <laughs> so cringy. So, you know, super relatable song about being a millionaire yeah. and a woman taking advantage <laughs> of you. Yeah. That was great. I like, yeah, that's, uh, wow. You know, he's, he's pretty jaded, eh? <laughs> yeah. Pretty well, jaded. It's a big part of the Chris Gaines story is, you know. His, he gets fucked, uh, gets his money taken. That's. Yeah. You know, he makes straight jacket is apparently last for four years on the top 100. And she oh my God. basically takes most of that money. Like, man, fake this money. guy, Chris, Chris Gaines has gone through a lot. <laughs> He's gone through too much. His best friend died in a plane crash. His manager embezzled millions of dollars from him. His father hated him and died of cancer. His mother died (laughs) as well. He's all alone. He was in a car accident. He's had face-altering reconstructive surgery. He's a sex addict. And he makes the most boring music I've ever heard. 
And the worst part, he's Australian. <laughs> good eye, mate. Yeah. That's the yeah, other not crazy good thing. Day. In the day, mate. one thing. Yeah. He never has an Australian accent. Oh, he doesn't? No. I mean, he's like Mel Gibson. He's a little subtle. At this, a little subtle in there. He's lived in America for so long that he doesn't yeah, have it. Yeah, I kind of lost it. But yeah, his yeah, mom yeah. has an Australian accent, which I find funny. Oh. Oh, m- mommy Aussie. So weird. Um, no, I also, I, I find funny too. It's like, every, I'm pretty sure every single song, like the title of the song is the last words in the chorus yeah yeah. it's like so if it's called digging for gold yeah digging for gold and then yeah white flag like it's and then it goes back and like it's like you know you could you could just put the title anywhere or you don't even have to say the title in some songs you know you you don't have to be so on the nose it literally happened in every song i was thinking it happens in main street happens in right now i want to say it it goes down it way of the girl like (laughs) Main Street. <laughs> What's the next song called? Uh, maybe. Maybe, and then it's, I bet you it's gonna go. Maybe, or uh, it's gonna be like yes, no, maybe. <laughs> okay, let's see if it goes down that way. Okay. It better. Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck off with that piano. Oh, it's gonna be a long start. I can just tell. Yeah, we're going to have to listen to a lot of this. Yeah, setting the mood, eh? Gaines loves to set the mood. <laughs> he's all vibe. <laughs> yes, he's all vibe, Chris Gaines. Yesterday the odds were stacked in favor of my expectation. Oh. Oh, little Beatles vibes? Never yeah. From the nest. Tuesday came and went and I'm in a little situation. <laughs> Train vibes. <laughs> now she's back in the atmosphere. <laughs> oh, no, sorry. You got all these drops of Jupiter on my face. <laughs> all right. We got maybe. It's at the beginning okay, of this May Starts it with maybe. Okay. This is his Beatles. I don't hate it. Maybe it's the pipe bomb. He's kind of using the same formula there. <laughs> Maybe it's the. Excuse me if I'm keeping you apart from better conversation. That's just the no. Beatles. That's just the yeah. yeah, yeah. It's got that. What's that instrument called? The wah 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 wah. That little um, fl- it's, fluttery. It had a, a pan flute synth for sure on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big Beatle vibe. And Chris Gaines would probably be honored to hear that. He'd be super happy. I don't know if Garth Brooks would, but Chris Gaines would definitely be happy. Gaines would love to to sound like the Beatles, I guess. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe well, he hates them. Well, uh, <laughs> probably. You'll be happy to know, uh, Stinky, that we are at the last track. Oh, my God. I have to piss so badly. And this is actually, I, I, I misconstrued. Uh, this is actually his first single with his fake band, Crush. This is... Oh, but he recorded it. What's funny, there's so many things that are funny. The lead singer of this band isn't Chris Gaines, but Chris Gaines sings lead on this track. Uh, um, <laughs> that's so just like create, like writing this character. That's just so confusing and not needed. It, it's so many things. <laughs> that un, confusing and un, uh, unneeded is the Chris Gaines yeah, mantra. Story. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like. None of this matters. He's put so it, it's it's 
he's cosplaying. He's he's doing like Dungeons and Dragons. Like he's <laughs> And he can because he's the biggest star in the world. Yeah. So let's hear this one. My love tells me so. Oof. Ooh, Super Tramp. Super Tramp who? Chicago? I hate synth horns. They're the worst thing. Like, now you see, it's kind of Beatlesy as well. Yeah, had had this album been more of this, it'd be more fun to listen to. That's a big no. I will say, though, uh, as far as uh, Garth Brooks and, like, different sound, I think that was, like, his most different yeah. sound and, like, a different style that wasn't uh, terrible. It was fine. I don't I don't like the fake uh, the fake horns. It's, it's like, I hate that. Like, if you're, uh, if you're Garth Brooks, just pay to have some people play horns. Like, <laughs> you're you don't not, like the synth horns? I hate synth horns. It's just like yeah. the, the only time I like synth horns is like that orchestral hit that's used in, in, in rap a lot. Yeah. Where it's like, yeah. but it's like everything. Yeah. That, that was, uh, eh, you know, out of all the songs, that one was kind of fine, in my opinion. <laughs> that was an all right one. None of them are good. Or, For, or maybe I'm just happy it's over. So I'm just like putting that. I'm like, oh, that was actually not bad. Thank God I, it's I done. I actually feel better now that it's done. Yeah. I feel, whoo. Weight off the shoulder. Oh. Like I want to say Crazy Frog was like an endurance test to get through. But I enjoyed yeah. it probably a little more than this. I think I, I enjoyed Crazy Frog a lot more than this. <laughs> this was just like, gee, this is just bad. How can you spend that much time creating the world's most insane backstory for your artist for that exactly you know yeah i feel like if the album was what you were saying more of the last two songs like vibe of that maybe maybe it'd be like a bit better we'd be talking a little like high highly of this album but interesting at least you know be a little more interesting yeah it wouldn't be like a fucking zoning out like a sort of uh mantra here on on uh classic albums is the whole idea we don't like a one note album we don't like an album that overstays his welcome and just doesn't do much more 
beyond that. And this is certainly a one note album for the most part. I'd say a two note album. <laughs> it, it does have a couple different notes there in a few songs. Yeah, a couple different, but it's uh, yeah. There's like a little. There's a song that's kind of fast. Yeah, <laughs> song that's that's not fast. I would not. There's. I don't. I don't. I take umbrage with the fact that a lot of these songs sound like country songs, which just he's not yeah. singing twang on them. Like exactly. And there's some bongos in there. The bongos. That's the biggest difference. It's the yeah. the amount of work put into the package is insane when you look at what's inside the package like, <laughs> look at the finished product it's like that hilarious like you get this giant box from amazon and it's filled with packing peanuts and you're digging 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 and it's like a usb cord at the in the bottom and you're like exactly i don't yeah. need any of this i didn't even i don't even need the thing that's in here <laughs> i didn't yeah i already i got a usb cord in my room why yeah. do i have this and it makes a lot of sense that everyone pulled the plug on this uh, character. <laughs> yeah, like when this comes out and people hear it and everyone's just kind of like, eh, like, good job. And still okay. not available. Like, clearly, <laughs> Garth Brooks, though I will say, it last year, Garth Brooks announced that it would be returning to streaming and that they were going to do a vinyl release of this album and that it, I don't Crazy. know, maybe, maybe he's working on another Chris Gaines album. Like, Would love that. Would actually love that. But I get why he, he doesn't want people to know about this album. <laughs> Chris who? Yeah. That, yeah. So that's the album. I mean, we've started ranking. This is, I don't even want to say solid five. This is like a four. You'd say a four. I'd say a, I'm going with like a two. See, I Go don't. with the two on this one. I'm not, I don't hate it, but I also don't, I don't feel anything for it. You know? I feel nothing. I feel nothing. Yeah. Yeah, I just hate that it exists. I'm sad that it exists. That money was spent on this and not on like an actual artist. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some artists didn't get their shot because of this. It, you know, it, it came in number two to uh, Creed. So, like, who knows yeah. what sort of semi-religious hard rock exit <laughs> lost some some fire because of Garth Brooks' weird experiment into boring music. Exactly. I yeah, some poor guy with a middle part and a soul patch really lost out. And probably a tribal tattoo. Let's push, let's push Chris Daughtry to go into a, the I American know. Idol. Exactly. He could have had a shot. Well, that's, that's Chris Gaines. That's Chris Gaines, ladies and gentlemen. This has been uh, Classic Albums with uh, me, the Chris Gaines of podcasting, Fatso. With my Garth Brooks stinky. Oh, 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 oh. Hello. Saying hello, hello at the end again. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Please like and subscribe and give us a star or two and a Whatever comment. It helps us. We're on the internet. You know where to find us. Bye we me. love you. And good night. Wow, Stinky, that was a great episode of Classic Albums, don't you think? That was the best thing I've actually ever heard in my entire life. Yeah, I learned a ton. And it got me wondering, I wonder if there's a way to help support these guys to, to, to learn more about different types of cool albums, don't you? Well, guess what? You're actually in luck, you dumbass. Uh, we oh, have, really? Yeah, yeah, we actually have a Patreon. 
So please, guys, if you have some extra change kicking around, just fucking sign up for the Patreon. We have like, I think, 10 episodes on the Patreon that are some the back bangers. Catalog. The back catalog, the season one. Season one. You know what we got in there? We got the Grinch soundtrack. Oh my gosh. What we else? Shaq. We got Shaq. I think there's we Macho Man. Macho Man shows up. We've got Steven Seagal. We've got. Yeah, we have the hits, and we're really drunk for some of them. So yeah, some of them we get really <laughs> hammered, and it's pretty funny. It's yeah, interesting. I think we say some insane stuff for a couple episodes. But if you want to hear that, sign up for the Patreon, please. Yeah, Patreon.com/slash/StinkyAndFatso. That's Patreon.com/slash/StinkyAndFatso. <laughs> Sorry. Bye. <laughs>